four years ago, I fought in London at a place called the HMV Forum in front of about 500 people, four years ago. Now here I am, six weeks out, about to quadruple my net worth with one half a fight. Buddy Mayweather is the motherfucking name. You're 40! Get that fucking phone out of your hand like a fucking kid! Check the face-up picture from yesterday and check it from the day before! Proper fucking high heels that bitch was wearing! You should have worn them on the first fucking day, you stupid baldy twat! How the fuck did they let me roll up in here? They got greedy, that's fucking hell. What's your best friend Housing? You little fucking weasel. You juice head turkey and you juice head turkey. Detroit players, Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn. Dead right, if the head right, Biggie there, and I. Papa been smooth since days of under rules. Never lose, never do. You do fuck all. Do something to us, talk go through us. Girls walk to us, wanna do us, screw us, screw us. Yeah, Papa and Pop. Close like Starsky and Hutch, stick to clutch. Yeah, I you fuck all. We bang every MC easily. Recently, niggas frontin' ain't saying nothing, so I just. Keep my peace, Come keep on my peace, Cubans with the Jesus peace, with you. my peace. You do fuck off! You got it, nigga flaunting, that Brooklyn bullshit, we on it. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me, and I just love your flashy ways. You do fuck off! Biggie, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me, and I just Hello, hello. What's up? You all right? You'll <laughs> do fuck all. You'll do fuck all. <laughs> Espinosa, you little weasel. Have you ever seen a man that looks more like a weasel? <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 upon us. It's here. It's, and we couldn't we couldn't let it go, boy. I texted you during, during the week, Zach, and we, we were saying, just couldn't let this go, boy, without doing a special podcast about Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor. In the T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, 26th of August, which is, when you're listening to this, probably tomorrow, or it could be today, mm-hmm. depending on if you're listening to a Friday night or Saturday morning. And uh, we're finally here. Finally here. It's, do you know what? I, I didn't engage properly with it until about two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was paying attention to what was going on, but I didn't, like... I think you kind of thought that it was just going to be, like, not happening or something. No, even when it was announced and stuff, yeah. I, th- I, th- I was just a bit like, ah, it's eight weeks away, I'll yeah. worry about it then kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, look, because I kind of, the Aldo press tour was so funny, I it should have made me want to watch this one more, because I don't like Floyd, I just, I really dislike Floyd Mayweather. He's um, dick. He's dick. He's not, he's not sound like, he's not funny. He's not sound at all. Do you think that really sent that home for me? Because when in the press conference, I was like, "Hey, 
he's a bit of a stupid idiot, but he's not like I didn't think he was a bad person. Yeah. But like then I watched his there's a little mini documentary on YouTube. It's about his I think they call it the doghouse in Vegas. It's his boxing gym. Right. But he holds bouts there with his mates fighting and other pros come in to prove themselves because he's a promoter at the end of the day like yeah and he's like watching them but, he, but when lads are getting sparked he's like he's in the ring and he's like dancing and like pretending to be knocked out beside them and all like this shit Jesus like just real me- mean-spirited stuff you know mm. which is really what sent it home for me and then i did a bit of research about like his domestic abuse yeah stuff. the shit yeah like there was two incidents that he got properly done for i think as far as i know yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's he's in he's in trouble. They're saying the only reason he's doing this is because, well, one he's an egomaniac, but two is he's in serious tax bother. Yeah, like like twenty million tax bother. Right. Okay. So I don't I don't know how much, but like you look at these entourages. I'll get onto that later on. I want to talk a bit about the entourages and stuff like that. But yeah, let's talk about um it in general. Like the I mean, fight is here, man. It's crazy. Like the odds. Like I've been listening to a lot of um, like proper like boxing heads, yeah, like on podcasts and stuff. And obviously they're not giving McGregor a chance. But no, they're saying for the odds, it's it's a it's a not a moral. It's a oh, I can't think of the right word. But basically, the odds for Mayweather are so good in this fight. Like it's better odds than you get most of the time from in yeah. fights against actual pros. Yeah, I know, which is crazy. And you should be putting the house on him. Really, that's what people are saying, yeah. Yeah, so if you want to cover your hole, like, they 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 reckon... But, like, there's mo- always that chance that, like, that's not going to come in, like, you know what I mean? There is, there is. There's less of a chance of someone getting clean, sparked in boxing, though. Yeah, yeah, you've definitely. Got to, you've got to build a body of work on the dome. Um, Which is what Floyd does best, I suppose. Yeah, well, exactly. And to knock someone out, you got to, he's McGregor probably, instead of landing one clean shot, he probably has to land a flurry of clean shots. McGregor, you think, yeah, yeah, for sure. But he does that anyway. Like, you have to do that with Alvarez as well, I suppose. Yeah. I went down to the Paddy Power there in Blanchstein and stuck 150 on it anyway. On what odds do you get McGregor? Just McGregor to win 7 to 2. Jeez, that's pretty good. Good odds, yeah. I got get eight two five back if it wins. <sighs> Lovely. Thank you. I got uh, I got him at three to one uh, for KLTKL or DQ. That's shite odds, man. Better than I could get. If I got seven to two for just an outright win, like he probably got would have got seven. Probably would have got the same, or maybe four to one. Wait, is seven to two better than three to one? Seven to two. Yeah, you get more money back. Yeah. Yeah, right? seven yeah. is three and a half, yeah. Yeah, 3.5. Hmm. But the odds weren't that good. They're not great. And I, I, Were they good at the start? I was My mate Mark works in Paddy Power and I was on to him and he was saying, man, the amount of money that's coming in on McGregor, like they've never seen anything like it. He was like, because he's in charge of in his work, um, what, he kind of has to estimate what amount of staff they're going to need and what is the popularity of a certain sport at a certain time yeah and he was like, like so their biggest event of the year is the Grand National in Paddy Pear yeah but he's saying this is like an, a surprise Grand National right there's that right. much money coming in like oh, I'd say they're fucking and laughing. it's all on McGregor it's like 90% McGregor yeah so Paddy Pear are fucked if, if Conor Sparks mean. man all the bookies are fucked like in Ireland they are yeah 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 um, in Ireland yeah exactly but uh it's like, uh, like it's kind of unrelated, but the amount of money that goes on Shane Larry in the golf when uh, right. the majors are on, it's all Irish money. Like his odds are about a quarter of what they are in UK bookies in Ireland. I get you, yeah. So he'd be like twenty to one in Paddy Power, and he get him at like a hundred and twenty to one in uh, 
the UK. But I oh, think there's yeah. a lot of money going on in the UK as well because Battery 65 aren't widening it up on at McGregor. All. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there will be. Like, like I know everybody's saying the smart bet is Floyd, but the, you're risking a lot of money in a fight with two men. Do you know what I mean? You're like risking, you're, yeah. Like, if you want to make money on, was he fourth and nine or something like that? Or even less, is it? He's less, I think, yeah. So, what are you going to try to 500 to quid seven. to make 100 or 200? Like, you know? I thought, I thought, it at, I saw him at two to seven. Yeah. So, it'd be that you throw down, Let, you throw so down seven say, to make two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that. Fuck that. That's too, risking too much money. Like, yeah, so there's like, there was lads in work saying there, like, oh, dude, one of their mates, they're just pulling like a load of cash together between four of them. Yeah. And just fucking it all on him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happens if, like... If he loses, they're fucked, like... <laughs> in fairness, if McGregor loses, I'm fucked, which he probably will. Ah, 150. Look. No, that... It was kind of 150 that I had around, you know, in kind of way. I was like, yeah, I hadn't got an earmark yeah. for anything, so yeah, I was exactly. like, listen, we'll go. We'll put the balls on the table. Silvio Berlusconi, yeah. Bunga, bunga money. Yeah, put the money where the gob is and let's fucking get this going, like... So, um... Like the one one critique I have of the whole thing, and it's really highlighted how far behind boxing is in this realm of it, is uh, this fucking Showtime stuff is so shit. Man, I cannot believe the quality, the poor quality of the production on part of Showtime. It's crazy. Like it's like they're they're caught. They're, but that's the it's it's a reflection of the sport. They're caught in the eighties. Like do you know what I mean? But it's it's like whatever about the layout of their press conferences. That's boring. The actual production quality. The camera angles are bad. They're getting caught out with live feeds on a camera that's not active. They're getting like, you know, the, the sound will cut out at times. Yeah. The organization is just terrible. Like, I just can't. And even like during the press conference was when this first came to my attention that they were that bad. But over the course of them, it got worse. And then London was the only one they weren't producing, I think. And that was perfect nearly. Sky did that today. Yeah. Something like that. I'm not sure who it was. And then you go back again to the one last night and the production again is terrible. The organisation is so bad. And then you look at the All Access, which is like their version of Embedded, I guess. Yeah. And it's fucking shite. It's the- terrible. But like, it's I've I've watched a few, I watched a load of them actually for the Pacquiao Mayweather for yeah, the yeah. All Access. And it's that real old school magazine programming like, you know, like uh, Chap who usually does the trailers on films doing the voiceover. Like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Conor McGregor I don't mind that because the UFC do that as well on their countdown shows but like it was as if some of those all access weren't even in filmed in HD like it was crazy yeah yeah and then you look at the the embeddeds in comparison and maybe it's because we're used to embeddeds but the quality like, is so much better so good and they're yeah. like right there with the lads as it's happening yeah um, it's really good but like I think I think regardless of what happens it's a cool sort of moment like Oh, the, yeah. the, the the most exciting thing about this is what the fuck does he do next? Yeah, I know. Regardless if he loses, win or loses, what what happens next is is interesting. Like, is you interesting. Know? I'd love to see him fight Max Holloway again. If he wins, that's never going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen. Not anytime soon. Anyway, I, I don't think, think he'd hit the weight. Anyway, if he does MMA, if he if he goes back to MMA, I think the most likely opponent is either Kevin Lee, who's after coming out of nowhere now, and who can talk. Almost as good as McGregor. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Or Tony Ferguson, maybe. Depending on who wins that fight. Not Khabib. See, Khabib is too much of a risk, I think. It's just like... It's I don't like think Diaz put, part two, isn't it? They've got to... They, it's not worth their while. Yeah, like, it's just... He pulls out so much, like... 
And even he got offered that Ferguson fight in November. And he wasn't, he said he needed more time, like, which is crazy. You know, he must be carrying a lot of injuries. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. Like, he was he was out for about two and a half years at one stage, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely, yeah. But, yeah, so, like... Apparently, he, he hasn't fought anybody in the top ten. Khabib. Really? Is that true? That sounds... Uh, That's maybe, what Kevin Lee said. Kevin Lee. He's some spoofer as well. <laughs> But um, what's been what's been your most uh, your most uh, sort of what's been most entertaining for you this week or the last couple of weeks regarding the fight? Um, I don't know. Just the whole thing of just watching. I think what's been most entertaining for me is people's opinions. Like, like yeah. everybody is weighing in on it, which is hilarious. Like, I, I was I was driving down the road and George Hook was talking about it today. Like. What did I mean? that fucking gobble mouth ah, have to like, say? What, like? do you, what do you expect? He's saying every, anybody that watches it needs their brain examined. That's what he said. And he kept calling Mayweather Merryweather. <laughs> he's a fucking clown. But like he, that, he's like a dumpy character where he says these things for the yeah yeah the yeah. controversy of it. You know, he's aiming at the fella uh, sitting in the sitting in the boozer having his lunch, falling asleep into his tomato soup. Like absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's. But it's been covered in like, soup and going home to get the L one to to clean it so he can go back to Boozer to sink six Ginter in the evening. Exactly. Like, six fucking 12, 12 15. And a chaser. I was asking my owl lad about it, and like they're they're also flippant about it, you know. But I was like, What do you think? Oh, the big fights this Saturday, whatever. He's like, Actually, that's only entertainment or something. I was like, Fuck, so it's not a fight. What is he no, trying to say? These are the same boys who uh, these are the same boys who are saying, I oh, know, I wouldn't watch that now, but I'd watch the boxing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is boxing. You know what I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. But I think, to be fair to them, when they see these press conferences, it looks like WWE, particularly yeah. the London. And one. that was like that was like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, the one, London one because it was in the ring, I suppose. You know. Yeah, and like just all the like the the fucking the gas stuff. Like, I I think McGregor has been on point most of the time. We spoke about it briefly before. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. We spoke about it briefly before, but he's been kind of on point most of the time. He fucked it in Brooklyn big time. He fucked it in Brooklyn, and he's caught himself tasteless. Back. Now, tasteless. I suppose my thing is, is is I'm I'm excited for the for the pantomime of it all. I'm excited for the fanfare, like what he's gonna run into, all that stuff. But fucking the undercard is utter shite. It is. What's your man's name? Uh, Trevante is it? Nathan Cleverly's fighting on it. That's he's the third last fight, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, your man is Mayweather's main guy, his his new up and comer. Is it yeah. Travante something? Travante Howard? Yeah, oh, I'm not yeah. sure. He apparently your man he's fighting as a jobber, so that's just like an exhibition kind of yeah. to big him up, I suppose, as the next big thing. And highlights the problem with boxing again, you know. Yeah, so Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we were talking about before with Katie Taylor and stuff, like yeah, just fighting people that have no business being there. And and then they all say, Oh, McGregor has no business being there. You know, because they all base their opinions on records, like and records. You know, look at Artem's record, I mean, shit record. Yeah, but he is shy though. He's not shy. I don't think he's shy. Ah, I like him. He seems awesome. He man. went he fucking like, three rounds of Cub Swanson and hit him a few nice digs. Like he, he that's he, not shy. Like you're in there fifteen minutes. You'd want to be landing a few nice digs and not get the shy kicked out of you. Yeah, but he didn't. He, you know, arguably that was a close enough fight. I mean, Cub won it, but it was close. Yeah, you know, 
Yeah, He's I always shit. find, I I find him a bit him. loose, like he yeah, strolls like around. His, his like, technique isn't good. His hands are down all the time. His arms are tiny. <laughs> like, but he can fuck. You'd have to hit him with a JCB to get him out of there. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, this is true. It's true. Like, this, you know what I was watching this week? I watched the uh, Dion Roddy documentary. Um, There's a documentary, is there? Yeah, that Severe MMA made. Oh, savage. About two years ago called The Original Rowdy. Uh, no and it's like just him sitting in his couch and his gaff talking about all his fights and stuff. Oh, and his gas like he's talking about it, it's like it's like a Celtic Celt what was it, Celtic Chaos two thousand and six goes, Oh I remember this one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your man hit me a serious clean dig. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Knock me off the smokes. <laughs> but uh, he goes, see that one there, you can see my brother, you can see my brother in the background going mad. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so what's what's the story? Are Severe MMA are they still have they kind of taken a bit of a backseat or are they? I think most of the guys are in the MacLife, are they? Like Andrew McGahan is in the MacLife, right? I don't know about PC. PC works for MMA fighting now. Okay, um, which is great. He he deserves that. Totally. He deserves that. He's brilliant. Uh, and I don't know what the other boys are doing, but I'm sure they weren't up to too much before. PT was up to, was good. Uh, yeah, he's the best of them. He's the only one that's good. I, I rate him. Um, but yeah, so I think um, I, I I have another issue as well. Sorry, I, I always seem to be moaning, but I'm really that's excited okay. for the fight. Mad excited for the fight. Can't wait to watch it. Really excited. But I've got a few gripes. I had to listen to <laughs> Helwani again today because okay. he did a special, didn't he? He's yeah. a fucking complete bell end. Do you think so? I can't listen to him. Yeah. He was like, you'll be glad to know I spoke to Dana and it was very cordial. Like, shut the fuck up, man. Nobody and fucking get it fuck. going, right? Yeah. Get it going. And don't come in hot. Like, the fucking episode today was unlistenable for the first 10 minutes because he was sitting in some, in Radio Row or some bollocks. And then he was going on about, um, he was What do you mean, come in hot? Like, he kept, like, he, the, he, he started his episode, the audio was fucking gammy. He well, got, they were. It was the, in fairness, that was the first ever outside New York episode they've ever done. I yeah, think. get it, get it right though. Yeah, and then right. he had Malky Kewa on it trying to talk about John Jones, and I I turned it off when they had Who's him. That? Uh, his manager. Oh right, okay. And I had John's him, manager. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he couldn't hear him. Right, okay, I get you. So, yeah, Ariel is like his voice starts to grind on you. I think after a while. It's I'm not mad on the buzz between him and your man Rick as well. It's fairly shy. They're just crap jokes with each other. No buzz, like yeah, no these, buzz at all. Those two crellers were uh, were looking were looking at fucking Sable and having the wanks like on YouTube before <laughs> MMA came out. Like seriously, that's what those boys were up to. And he yeah, goes well, on they were about definitely bas- into wrestling. Yeah, goes on about basketball all the time, and he's spouting shite constantly. Yeah, how's Gavo there? Is he alright? You alright there Gav, you there? Not too bad, yeah, just taking it all in What's up? Give us your input Gav Don't have a breeze, what's going on? Are you not excited about it? I am excited just because of the spectacle obviously Yeah, exactly Um, And I know when it happens I'll be nervous like, because I always am Defo Guess you're very, it's very intense isn't it? It is very intense Even though I, 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 like I don't care at all who wins, like it doesn't It doesn't really bother you But I know when it happens I'll be like, oh my god like And when when it kicks, when the bell kicks off, would you want McGregor to win? Or will you be like? I would love McGregor to win, mainly yeah. just because he's not supposed to. You know what I mean? Yeah, underdog job. Yeah, yeah. He's, it'd just be mad, like you know what I mean? It'd be crazy. If Mayweather wins, it's just like, it's oh, grand. That's what we thought would happen. Like, yeah, exactly. I think that's why it's kind of a win-win for Conor as well. You know, like he's nothing really to lose. Like if he loses, yeah, that's what everybody expected. 
he yeah. tried you know if he wins it's fucking insane like yeah yeah true like Ma- I mean if he wins like what on earth does he do next is it the biggest upset in sports history if he wins yes yeah do you think so yeah yeah, yeah. no one's giving him a fucking hope like yeah. and t- to be fair to the boxing crowd you've got to look at he hasn't surrounded himself with any top level coaches like no. from boxing like as good as Kavanaugh is and I'm sure Owen Roddy is they're, 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 they're they wouldn't have a fucking clue. Like, do you know what I mean? I think Roddy would. Well, he's not, he was never a pro boxer. Though, I know he wasn't, you know? yeah. But, I mean, they've been around boxing. But, yeah, they, they're not pro boxers. But Pascal Collins was talking about it, you know, uh, from the Celtic Warrior Gym, Steve Collins' brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was saying McGregor came in and out of there for a good few years. Like, and like he made a few good points. Like, it was him and Andy Lee were talking about it on Off the Ball. I like Andy Lee. Andy Lee wasn't giving him a chance, like... Um, no, but but Andy Lee, Andy Lee says he doesn't have a dog in a fight, but for him, it's a very embarrassing thing if he goes and beats Mayweather. Oh, Andy, for, for Andy any Lee, boxer it is. For all boxers it is. And boxing pundits, like... Yeah. It's like this chap can just fucking hop over from MMA, spark your best boxer in this generation and leave, like... I yeah. mean, it would be devastating for boxing, man, really, would Devastating, because they've yeah. got a big pay-per-view on the 17th of September. Yeah, Golovkin, is it? And Canelo. yeah. If Mayweather wins, I think they, they they I don't think either of them have ever done over a million boys. Well, Canelo did against Mayweather, but none of them have done over a million boys. I think that's going to do over a million boys. I just demand that people are talking about that fight. Regardless, if if Mayweather loses, do you think it'll do a million boys? Yeah, I think people the the interest in boxing that's been generated like that will have an effect on that fight. I think you know. Yeah. Like it depends, how much is the pay per view in America? Is it hundred dollars? I think it's eighty for that Golovkin fight. Is it, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fucking money to ask for people. Well, I think what you got to do is you got to get a few lads in the gaff, like, yeah. throw a tenner yeah, in. Like, that's but it, still, yeah. it's, like, it's still a lot, like... Throwing a tenner in to sit in a, in a sitting room with 80 of your mates, like... Try to get a tenner off all your mates when they're pissed as well. Good yeah, luck exactly, like... Yeah, like... <laughs> oh, I'll give it to you on Tuesday, yeah. <laughs> Try and drink instead, <laughs> if you can. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what's, what's your guys' plans for the fight? Uh, I'm gonna head on over to a friend's house and yep. just fucking get it right up me, like you know. <laughs> what about you, guys? I don't really have one. I, I would love to watch it live, but I I don't ever have it in me to be honest. Yeah, you don't like the late the late ones, do you? You came over to my gaff a few times and then you were just like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> As like four in the morning comes. I think that was one time I had to go. Uh, uh, did you stay for the rest of them? Did you? Came to Paris Town a few times. That was about oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember we? They were good times. I remember. Yeah, they uh, were good crack. I remember I, I, the one. Remember the time he lost. I came home Diaz, for yeah. that. Yeah, I came home for that. And that I was my in my gaff. That one wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I came home before the fight, and then I sat in bed. I had the laptop on, and, and I just it. remember, just remember him losing and just being so sad, <laughs> cl- closing the laptop and just turning over <laughs> in the bed, and then that was it. Oh jeez. So it'd, it'd be the same this time. Like it just. <laughs> I, I remember like, I, I pushed Jesse or something I was like oh he's after losing oh, <laughs> and that was it <laughs> I remember we watched that in my gaff so you left at whatever three or something maybe or four I, yeah maybe before that two even, even yeah and uh, I remember there was like about, there was about 25 people in a, in a fucking apartment and after he lost I went straight to bed and I just <laughs> heard them all partying I was like it was the only time in my life I've been like here shut the fuck up please <laughs> Fucking in the scratcher, he's after losing. <laughs> Fuck off home. I don't care anymore. Show Stop some partying. respect. Yeah. Show some respect. This is awake now. This isn't a fucking party. 
It's a funeral, you pricks. <laughs> then remember the time Denny won. Remember when he beat Diaz? Then I was yeah. there. I was in the house that time up yeah, in Paris. Then yeah, were, were you awake, Zach? Were you? Uh, I think I woke up. Did I? <laughs> just for the void, just for that. Yeah, that was really good though. But I remember just being so like so tense. That was the most tense I've ever been, and it was like 25 yeah. fucking minutes, man. Yeah. I was convinced he lost, like. Uh, yeah. That was, yeah. A, that was it, a weird one, yeah. Yeah, it was a dodgy one, wasn't it, actually, when you think about it, it was close enough. If you rewatch it now, he, he did he did win that fight. Yeah. And that's not being biased. He Like, he knocked him down three or four times. Twice in one round, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Do you, but, think, uh, do you think this would be better if he hadn't lost that fight? No. Or does it not matter? I don't think it matters because he because of the way he came back at 170 again and beat him, you know? Yeah. If he hadn't have done that, it would be a different story. He'd be always Diaz hanging over his head. like. If he hadn't, if he had lost again to Diaz, this fight wouldn't have happened. Yeah, definitely not. No, not at all. Because his star power would just go away. But yeah. I listened to, um, fuck, I don't know who it was, someone talking to Ariel the other day. Andre Ward's manager, I think it was, maybe. No, it wasn't. It was... Um, What's the head of the... Is it the Nevada Boxing Commission or the Nevada State Athletic Commission? Who, who, Not sure what his name is, but... Is it Jeff uh, Nowitzki? No, no he's, he's the he's fucking USADA. USADA, yeah. He's a fucking penis. Yeah, he is, yeah. Anyway, there was a, a chap on the MMA or from... Whoever's running the... Whoever's regulating this fight. And he, they were saying when they looked into Conor McGregor, you know, whether they could authorise this as, as a, a sanction, as a, as a proper boxing bout, because he had a 0-0 zero zero record. They were saying that... They went to Andre Ward, his manager or his coach, I think it was. Sure. Who said that they regularly brought in Nate Diaz and also said that if Nate Diaz wanted, he could be a world-class boxer. World-class, it was his words. So, Nate Diaz. Yeah, so that says a lot for, for both McGregor and Diaz, you know? It does, it does. It, it, a lot of people, so Andy Lee, to be fair to him, said um, that he he'd be delighted if McGregor for McGregor if he won that fight um, if he wins this fight because he really dislikes Mayweather and yeah. like what and he's done to boxing a lot of them do yeah yeah because he thinks he's he's taking the taking the glitz out of boxing he's dodged people he's never fought anybody all this yeah. stuff so I think but then from Andy Lee's perspective he 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 fucking had a world title and he couldn't get a fight in Ireland. They had to cancel it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he couldn't go, sell like, tickets to the fucking. Yeah, man. see, that's it, you know. And and, and I guess Mayweather that might be why he has a grudge against him because Mayweather's probably a part of that because it disinterested a lot of people in boxing. Like, yeah, but like even the Pacquiao fight was like long overdue, wasn't it? And then oh, by the six time six years, he, yeah, by shit. By the time he actually fought him, then Pacquiao was supposed to be supposedly injured, wasn't he? With yeah, shoulder he passed it as well, and passed it. Yeah, exactly. So. Arguably, like, and was Andre Berto passed it when he fought him? Everyone he's fought, like, apart apart from Canelo, maybe. And does that bode well for McGregor then? He's had two years off. I mean, so he's had two years off, and the last four fights he's had were guys that were past it. Mm. Arguably. Well, yeah, I mean, and then I don't know what sort of training he's been doing, um, but uh, like. The, guy, the stuff he's been up to on embedded is yeah well, he's not that that's a complete misdirection like you know what I mean yeah, it's it funny to, though, isn't he it? trains he trains late he trains 3am 4am and stuff I think right yeah it's really funny though but he doesn't drink doesn't smoke goes to a strip club goes roller skating goes yeah roller that was weird man. he goes chilling in a strip club is that what he does he owns a strip club called Girl Collection in Vegas 
<laughs> he's a gimp man he is an actual gimp like. the clothes on him the gear on him as well is terrible <laughs> he's useless did you see when he was because uh, he's useless chat as well he's a terrible speaker yeah uh, just just a, an idiot but also very mean like you know when his mate was doing those uh, shots on the drive through in the embedded oh, and he yeah. starts slagging him about wearing a trainer bra like his big fat mate like yeah. it's like who the fuck says that to their friend like they're not his friends yeah they're not yeah he's paying them a wage yeah you're paying these lads a wage I can't believe you're paying these cunts a wage (laughs) is that what he said yeah fair that's that's a very fair point like talking about paying people wages right (laughs) Uh, the flutes around them are starting to annoy me around McGregor yeah the only thing I explain to me who the two fat boys are in your man the other fella the fucking the Rob Kearney want to be fucking sunbeds and charcoals to his job. Jerry What's, Byrne is his name. Right. Who are these boys? Jerry Byrne is. They're all his childhood friends. Like so, they just he just takes them with him. Jerry Byrne is is kind of his. I'd say PA or something like that. Okay. He you helps know? bottle of water. Yeah, like he head. helps. But, but when you're talking about uh, when Malinaji was getting interviewed and stuff, he was saying that Jerry Byrne was the one that you know organized it and stuff. So he does a bit of behind the scenes. Like like Audi Atara would do, but maybe like a bit less. Doesn't deal with the UFC probably or the big okay. stuff. But you know, like a like an assistant would. Right. Um the other boys, fuck all. If they're not videoing, then they're not they're just there for to kinda imagine if I was fighting I'd want five or six of my mates shouting at me when I'm fucking on a on a bike in the in the sauna. I just think it's cringe, man. I think you've got like because he now he hadn't never done it before. This no, I'd but I, never yeah, I guess but, the money is so much bigger now that it's nothing for him to bring in a few lads. Like, but maybe as well, Kavanaugh wouldn't allow it in an MMA structure. Possibly not. Yeah, exactly. He's been very quiet. Yeah, because it's not his realm. Like you know. Yeah, and the reason you like you were saying there that you know he didn't bring in any good boxers is like they asked Pascal Collins. Originally, Pascal Collins was going to come in and help him with this, and. Kavanaugh asked him straight up he was like do you think it's worthwhile for you to teach him to be a boxer in this four month period we'll say three months and Pascal was mad up for it he was like there's loads of money involved you know great to be involved in something of this size yeah but he was like no like there isn't any point because you you're, you got to do what you do best which is not be a boxer like if he goes in as a boxer he's fucked like you know so what's he fucks he gonna do all the mad shit like taekwondo stance, hand out, stretch really wide and or stretch really forward into Mayweather's face and just be rangy like he always does. Like that's what fucking hell. But he's already gonna box with him. Do you know what I mean? You can't no, box with the best not. boxer of all time. Yeah, that's a fair point. Oh, Jay-Z could get a fucking serious hiding. <laughs> yeah, fucking <laughs> I mean, Mayweather. Could go really bad. It could go. It 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 could go fucking terribly for him, Nelly. It could go terribly, and and I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Um, but. It could go well, which is the reason. The fact that he's he he's got himself into this position is yeah he's is already incredible. won. He has already won. But regardless. it's that fact that makes me think that he could win because he can do if he can. Actually, how hard is it to get yourself into a position to fight Mayweather? You know, arguably as hard it is as it is to beat him. Like you know, yeah. I know yeah. we're talking technical stuff then. If you're talking to beat him, but. The fact that you can manifest these things into reality is it, he makes like Alvarez is is a, an amazing wrestler. He didn't try to take McGregor down one time. He made him dance his dance, and that's what he does to people. 
he scares them or something. I don't think Mayweather is shook at all. I don't. He's not clever enough Probably to be not. shook. He doesn't understand half the stuff he's saying to him. Like no, he's he doesn't. Bar- no. He's barely like he's he's so listless. He's like it's not. It's like water off ducks back. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's what he will do in the ring to make him scared. I think it's the way he comes forward, the way he moves. You know, shit like that. Maybe the way he looks at you. I don't know what he does to these guys that they seem to be afraid of him. Except for Diaz. He's the only one that that didn't dance his dance. Mm. And that's because he has a granite head in him. (laughs) He's got got an old mallet head in him. (laughs) Uh, So, like, I mean... So that's that. I I mean, I I think the McLeod stuff is cringe. Um, The quality is shy. It's like Showtime. Shit. The boys around him... who are we to say but I just said it's not a good look to have a couple of lads in shit night tracksuits with bellies on them they're not even shit they're Jim King man what's Jim King that's the gear they be wearing like what the fuck is that it's just like a brand a are they DK. sponsored by it or something uh, all the Reggies be wearing it like do you know it's some of it's alright but it's cringy gear as well like got the ah. new Jim King shorts on oh my god <laughs> And they're like they're all around him when he's on the bike, like these, this fucking. <laughs> I'd fucking love that. That's what I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, it is cringy. But if I was fighting Mayweather and all my mates are around me going, "Go on, go on, you cunt," I'd be like, yeah, this is unreal. Yeah, well, maybe that's one way of looking at it too. But, <laughs> maybe yeah. I'm fucking positive better or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, I, I, I I'm a fanboy though, you know. I just yeah. see those lads when we go get them the fuck out. Of yeah, there. the st- there's two of them in particular that you're like, Jesus, lads, come on. Hey, your man in the fucking Hit the, the gym the Black Ireland jersey You're going over to, no, Ve- to I, Vegas like. I'd do what you want to do I'd never, never say Anyone has to go into the gym Or whatever But You've got a couple of boys in here Who look like they've been <laughs> Fucking hanging outside of Greg's Right And then they happen Hanging to outside be, McCary's Hanging outside McCary's Them Fuscals in Crumlin Village And uh, You know And like Fair enough They were mates with him for years But I've that, been following McGregor For five years now And I've never seen these fuckers Yeah I've seen a couple of them before Yeah they have been around But they haven't been around As prominently as this You mm. know That Jerry Burnfell Is only the last year Yeah he, has, he wasn't around before Maybe I didn't notice him You know Well his profile now Is quite high I mean yeah. I sent I sent Nelly a picture yesterday Of Jerry Byrne And uh, the state of him like. Did you see when the lads Caught him coming out of the Tan salon Oh did they That when? was good yeah. Uh, John Kavanagh caught him coming out of Tansel on, on video and stuff and he legged <laughs> it away <laughs> he ran away because um, cause I've been watching on on, uh, on Roddy's vlogs I like yeah. on Roddy he's, he's classy he's, he's a nice, nice guy boy. yeah he really is but it was, there's a funny bit in one of them where the lads are walking down the road or whatever and he goes he goes yeah because you can take the lads out of Dublin but you yeah. can take it out of the lads look at these fucking bogeys <laughs> Did you say that? Yeah, he, goes, he goes, look at this complete pack of fucking bogeys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your man Jerry Byrne and fucking... Uh, the other uh, boys. Fucking the, yeah, the, the fucking Tubby twins or whatever. Do you know who gets me real bad? I think he's the camera guy for the Mac Life. <laughs> Which he's like the baldy chap and he wears the flappy cats. Oh, he's gas. <laughs> he's fucking terrible. What, what was he saying? He goes, he goes What's the... on the cards tonight? And he goes, uh, Fucking pain. <laughs> yeah. Pain. He's the biggest cringe dog ever. That and show. the uh, the doctor is hilarious as well. He's Dr. Just weirdo, man. Doctor Julian. He's he's a fucking. He's obviously a doctor, but he's obsessed with like um, personal Cycling. fitness. Yeah, yeah. He's got to see. Where did he find him? The doc. 
I don't know. <laughs> but it, there was a funny thing the other day or whatever where he lost his glasses when they were out yeah, cycling that, yeah. and he made the boys go out and get them in the desert. Back to the desert, yeah. And then who's the little ginger fella? He's the photographer. That's Dave Fogarty. He's a, he's a legend. He trained with me out in the East Coast. Oh, really? He's a really nice guy, yeah. And he's and just with him all the time now as a photographer. He's a photographer, yeah. He was photographer of Severe first. Okay. And then he's now he's photographer for the Mac Life, but obviously there's a lot of pictures involved now, so he has to follow him around. Like, um, <sighs> good gig if he can get it. He's an amateur MMA fighter as well. I think he's Cause, twelve and five or something. Because McGahan doesn't be with him. No, he's useless, man. He's shy. I think uh, anyway. No offense yeah. to him, but ah, his interview, know, like his questions are good, but the way he speaks is shit like not not his accent but the way he projects he's another one who was pulling his plump the sable until he figured out that there was real fighting in the cage you know what I mean yeah he I, he rubs me up the wrong way he seems like a nice fella or whatever yeah he's grand like good, uh, good at the old jits is he yeah good jits practitioner Um. so yeah so I suppose predictions are who knows <sighs> yeah I, like I can't you can't pick I can't make a pick you know Um. I think the furore over is I think people in general have gotten caught up in the whole sort of pantomime circus of it all yeah, which and they've stopped, go, stopped going on about you know there's, there's I don't know I'm sure there is lots of hate there's less and less hatred less and less you're dead right yeah I think it's fun to get on the train you know it just yeah. is it's happening whether you like it or not so it's either enjoy it or hate on it and all your mates are going to watch it and you stay at home in the gaff like you know yeah, watching videos of Sable and pulling your plum. <laughs> You're obsessed with Sable tonight. Tonight, yeah. Are you, are they shot at Gav, ready? No, no, I don't. That's definitely not a shot at Gav. I'm joking with you. Uh, man, he's after taking a shot at you there. Uh, but, um, the, yeah, I, there's something about that Jerry Byrne fella that really annoys me. And I can't get over it. I just can't get over it. Shut up about Jerry Byrne. He's a fucking plum, man. He's <laughs> fucking sparky off the smokes he would... Yeah, I'm not saying he wouldn't. He'd have to. He'd have to fucking catch me first. The juice off the head turkey. Malls. He'd be off fucking, the palm if he hit you. Fucking juice head turkey. <laughs> He's definitely on the fucking. Juice He's not as bad out. as them turkeys that are with Mayweather. Like they're uh, the worst. Yeah. The worst. Like yeah, they're way worse. Terence is not one. Did you see the video? Your man getting knocked out, Which and them all laughing at him uh, in the doghouse. Mayweather's yoke. They stick him in against a pro boxer and your man knocks him out one punch and Floyd's there laughing at him like, oh my God. Terrible. He's a terrible human. Like He's bad human. <laughs> the best thing McGregor did in this whole run-up was when he wore your man, the the ex-Golden State Warriors great, jersey. Yeah, great stuff. And then Draymond Green, he wears that number now, he's like, take that jersey off. He's like, who the fuck yeah. are you? <laughs> he's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see now it's for the, the money title? So Saw the, that, WBC. WBC. What, they're fucking weasels as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like. It's like, and then Helwani today. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, there's 142 different diamonds on it, blah, blah, blah. And, he goes, oh, and then he was talking some pox as well about someone wearing a big ring. Who was he talking about? Oh. So he's a fucking, he he's has a your man fucking a, complete penis. What do you think about the song? Oh, it's fine. It's yeah, it's not great. He's an L school teacher. He wrote one for the Euros. He's a well. nice L fella, but he, it's that's grand, it's yeah. a shite song. I think, like it's catchy. This chorus is catchy, but it's cheesy as all fuck. Like, yeah, and he like yeah. and he had him on worshiping him on the fucking show. 
Hawani's a fucking player. Now, in like, fairness, though, it, it, he's your man's given all the the proceeds to Crumlin Children's Hospital. Ah, hospital Jesus, Daddy, brilliant! Like yeah. he seems like a really nice fella, and fair play to him, like for you know getting to go across to the fight for free. And, that's cool. Oh, yeah, that's deadly. Like, um, but uh, yeah, big old fucking muck savage head on him. <laughs> Mick Constantine. Mick, fair is play that his to real him. name? Like, yes, name. Yeah. No, fair play to him. I wouldn't be. It's good. So it's like he did yeah, really it's well. It's not bad. It's not bad. Number one, apparently. Uh, Jesus. I thought God. the scratch should have done one. Yeah, yeah. That nah, it's, savage. it's it's a, it's a bit gimmicky though. Yeah, it is gimmicky. Yeah, for sure. They're yeah, better off kinda, concentrating on their own shit. You're kind of always uh, pinned down to that, then, aren't you? Yeah, like, like he wrote. He all he does is write songs about big events that Irish sports people are in. Yeah, exactly. Like, like he wrote one about the about the Euros, and it was fine. Grand, but it doesn't come from a place like true songsmith, like like fucking Christie singing about you know, jocks or girls stuck. No, or it's kind of more of a there's a wishy washy vibe off it. It's kind of oh, what's the it word? Sounds like Jason for? Mraz or some shit. Yeah, what's the word I'm trying to look for? Um, Throwaway. Yeah, something like that kind of novelty. That's what it is, really, isn't it? Did you say that already? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Conor, what's the, what way does it go? There's only one Conor McGregor, and there's nobody Bloody better. Mm-hmm. Lads, please. Yeah. Please. What do you think of that guy? Have you hated it? Shy tune. Shy tune. Uh, man, speaking of, your man, like. speaking of really good tunes, not shy tunes. Will we get one on now? Will we. Yes, go for it. We we'll get a bit of the scratch. Get it right up, you. Oh yeah, great song.
What a fucking shame. What a band, like. <sighs> Great band. Did they play the other night? No. Where was the other night? For uh, Paul Paulie's uh, concert. No, because they were playing another gig in Waterford. But ah. uh, at the end of the gig, Jordan got up there. Paulie's got a new song called The Old Chinaman. It's right. about uh, a boozer in Cabra. It's closed down now. Ah. And it's about all the characters in in the boozer. It's fucking, it's a phenomenal song. Yeah. Jordan, the scratch sing the chorus on it. Brilliant. Jordan's got up and done that. Acapella, man, it's fucking, ah, oh, shivers in your japper. <laughs> um, so what's the, so what's the crack? Um, they dropped the single, did it drop today? Yeah, yeah, today. Brilliant. Uh, oh, yesterday was it? No, yesterday. As far as I know, yeah, it was yesterday. Brilliant. And, uh, it's called Get It Right Up You. And go on YouTube, Facebook, The Scratch, fucking Savage Man. They're gonna, man, they're gonna be huge. There's no doubt in my mind. The next song they have to release is even. It's about five times better than that song. That's how good have, it is. Have they been doing the singing for a while? That's they just came out of nowhere, and they're all savage singers. All four yeah. of them are really good singers. Like, is George, this like do all the songs have singing now, or is this? I think they're gonna different? mix it up, but I'm not sure. Oh, right. I, I guess depending on how it goes, really. Yeah. You know, because all the songs used to be it was just instrumental, wasn't it? When they yeah, started? it was, and then they had a little bit of like you know echoey singing in the background at times. Yeah, yeah. Lads, yeah. I have a new cat. Yeah, got a new kitten. How's she doing? She's absolutely gorgeous. Is she the nice personality? Oh my god, she's a lunatic. She's like <laughs> so like not afraid of anything. She jumps off really high things. Scraps the other cats, <laughs> like eats everything. Stick her face in a bowl of mashed potato and just eat the whole thing. Is uh, <laughs> is uh, Wilbur freaked? Uh, yeah, uh, no, Wilbur's really good with her. He was like a bit standoffish at the start, and then he kind of took her in. Now they sleep together. She was trying to find his his nipples for a while, which is kind of a bit weird. But <laughs> and then Frankie is being a dick. Frankie's like holding her down and biting her neck and stuff. She's <laughs> squealing like, and then you'd have to get out of bed and fucking separate them. <laughs> but then you, you catch them sleeping together as well, which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and is she related cute. to them? Yeah, uh, sister. Grand. So they wouldn't have a natural inclination to <laughs> ride her? No, I don't think so. Is that how Although it works? they were trying to ride each other there for a while, so. <laughs> Who knows? You never know, yeah. It's, all, it's fucking, it's bandit country. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, but I suppose the other thing the other sort of thing that's topical to talk about at the moment um, this week is uh, Johnny J oh stop fuck the madness isn't it mm. think of if we had known this when that fight was just over it would have been insane you know and yeah. like it was just it, it wasn't as crazy because it's a little bit of time has passed but if we were to find that out the next couple of days you know imagine yeah, the reaction now it's only his A sample, so Terinabol, was it? An anabolic steroid. It's anabolic yeah. Yeah. Like how's he that stupid? I don't understand that. Do you know? You know, he's a fucking he's 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 just a bad fucking dude. But I can understand when lads get popped for masking agents and stuff like that. Yeah. I just can't understand when he gets popped for just a straight up anabolic. Like, do you not think that I don't know, it's weird. Maybe yeah, I don't know, man. I've no idea. I've no idea how he could be, he could be so stupid. But I like, think I have a theory, right? And this is a bit of a conspiracy theory. You'll you like think this. They're act. fucking them, do I think they're all on it, all on the juice, right? Yeah. Novitsky is on the payroll. Yeah. Or else they have extra scientists that are telling them, 
head of you know bypass Nowitzki's tests or whatever Icarus job yeah and John Jones and Dana White famously haven't gotten along for a while you know no yeah D- this think, sounds this is this is exactly what I think's gone on I reckon and I think they 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 just did him in institutional fuckery possibly now that could be wrong as well you know I don't know maybe they didn't give him the right masking agent or something like that so that's why they caught the Torino ball or whatever mm. maybe that's it I don't know I don't know much about steroids thankfully <laughs> yeah um, should ask Jerry Byrne <laughs> Jesus man fuck him give Jerry a show I don't, I don't, sorry if anyone knows me, I apologise for whatever reason he's winding me up it's probably an element of jealousy ah, he's it? a mouthpiece he's a mouthpiece like, but he definitely. is a complete fucking mouthpiece yeah Oh man, no, 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 no. Floating around Shut listening to shit tunes up, in Vegas. Oh, yeah. The worst th- dance tunes ever. Like, couple of fucking. I hate that kind of music so much. Oh, yeah, they love that dance music. It's shy. Could just get back to the hip hop lads for fuck's sake. Yeah. Dance music sucks balls, doesn't it? Like, I'll take. I have respect for like hard electro, like, or like, you know, the, the, the airy house shit, the lofty stuff. Mm. But like, those tunes with like a bird singing in a high pitched voice on the chorus and I was like fuck off <laughs> this is my opposite idea of a good time is listening to this tripe when I was young I fucking yeah. <laughs> well that's Scooter like that's different that's yeah funny, Scooter like. to be fair yeah. but then it's like yeah I know man the weather is unreal man what do you think of Robin Black Robin Black you know, you know him? He's an MMA analyst. Chap with the bleached uh, black hair. Oh, yeah. Looks like Jordan Pundik from NFC's Canadi- dad. Canadian guy, isn't he? Uh, yeah, he's Canadian, yeah. yeah. He's been doing some great analysis, man, of this fight. My most respected two are him and Faraz Zahabi. I like Faraz. Yeah, because like, Faraz is, is a guy who you know knows MMA better than anybody. Mm. And he... Yeah, you could listen to Andy Lee all day, but Andy Lee's a boxer. He doesn't know what McGregor's about, you know. No, and it, he openly admits that I have a lot of time for Andy Lee. He's not yeah. a bollocks or anything. Yeah, 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 definitely not. He doesn't seem like one. He seems fair. Yeah, some of the people are not fair at all, though. Like with their analysis, it's crazy. What happened with Malinaji the other day? He came up and started saying something, and then he goes, "Man, just release the pictures. Just release the pictures." No, he got. He was saying, uh, "You, you release the pictures first. That's what he kept saying to him. And then it got a bit more heated, I think. And then he was like, bring your balls on Saturday, Connor. It's like, what are you even doing in Vegas? What are you <laughs> yeah, doing? But he's oh, working for Showtime. True, but what is he even... Uh, what's he falling around for? Like, do you know what I mean? He's looking for a fight. Yeah, he's not going to get it. He doesn't deserve it. No. I, I mean, I'd watch it. Of course I'd watch it, but it wouldn't do as well as this fight. Now, break down the sparring. Do you think he actually... Well, he de- we know he didn't spark him. He did spark him. No, he didn't. He fell over. We sparked him with. No, he sparked him first, and that's why he fell over. Yeah, but no, it was a super See, cut. Straight, that that could have happened the day after. That's straight left, man. Yeah, but that that yeah, no, he cracked him with that. That yeah. was a great punch. That would take your head off that thing. But he didn't fall down from that. Then there was a super cut, and your man trips. Nah, it was. It wasn't. It was a knockdown, not a push down. I think. You think it was a push down? I think he fucking tripped. Tripped him. No, he fell, like, Malinaji fell. Yeah, because like, he was fucking all over the place from that left. But that left wasn't in the same round. It was, it was a super, yeah. Not the fucking video super cut. No, 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 there is a left right before that, though, as well. Oh, is there? But yeah, not the yeah, delish one. 
No, it is. It's no, there's a, a delish one, and then the camera's at a different angle. It would have taken your man about 30 seconds to get around the other side of the fucking ring. Right, okay, okay, okay. So, anyway, so, Robin Black was talking about this footage, and he was saying that he was doing an analysis in the UFC offices, and he's seen not all of the footage, but he's seen all the bits that Connor wanted to send to Showtime. Right. Showtime, in turn, turned down, because obviously Malinaji's their boy, and they're on Floyd side of things or whatever I don't know why um, but he said there was about 12 clips and in every clip McGregor was tooling up Malinaji but Robin now they're Black only the, the, yeah but they're only the clips that he Connor wanted to send so there's there may be other clips of Paulie doing that to Connor you know so I don't know yeah true um, it looked good you know that's all you can say but it's not the whole story so yeah. we will see the whole story eventually like yeah, yeah, sell yeah. that fucker for a fiver like they make a fortune <laughs> definitely like tenner or something look at this pack of complete fucking bogeys <laughs> no that's when he was on Roddy's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bogeys is yeah. such a funny word like um, oh stop but yeah so do you know anyone over, gone over to the fight um, my jiu-jitsu coach uh, John you met him before yeah John's gone over uh, he's not gone to the fight he's competing in the world masters uh, championships or some shit okay in jiu-jitsu uh, so it's on in Vegas at the same time so he's gonna watch it there but the tickets are too expensive realistically like yeah you couldn't what are you gonna pay two grand for a ticket ask my bollocks like ask your all for a shit seat in the T-Mobile arena like no I'm good is it sold out uh, no I don't think it is yet do you think it's, it will they're so expensive that like oh, I think it will eventually but fuck's like make Marty. them cheaper <laughs> What's the capacity of a place, do you know? 20,000, I think. All right. Or 19 or something. Yeah, it's a big, big sort of indoor arena sort of venue. Yeah. Um, it's uh, my sister's in Vegas for it. That's crazy. Like, not, not, like. Not related. No, idiots. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why, <laughs> just for a holiday? No, she was on the West Coast anyway, like traveling around. So they're yeah. in San Fran, San Diego. And then she's like, we're going to Vegas. So I was like, that's the weekend of the McGregor fight. And she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be a nice experience like ah I'd say their head will be wrecked I was I was there for UFC 200 which is a huge thing yeah and man it wasn't really like there wasn't really that many fans there like like I was expecting to see a lot more fanfare about 200 I know yeah. this is a lot bigger but 200 was pretty big at the time as well yeah it wasn't this is like, way bigger though. we were able to have our Vegas trip no bother like and not be interrupted and shit because Vegas is a place where stuff is happening all the time it's it is true, it is true. Yeah. And as well, if you're on Fremont or somewhere I know, actually if you're on Fremont you'll just be inundated with all the Irish because that's where they'll be staying. Yeah. Is it's it cheaper? Cheap. Yeah. Yeah, fucking it's about a quarter of the price, yeah. Fremont is cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's good, yeah. Yeah. I much prefer it to the strip. Much prefer it to the strip. It's lunacy, isn't it? I hated the strip. It's too much. I hated it's good the hotel. For the first the first two nights the strip is cool because you're like, Oh daddy will float around. It's too hard to get around though. Ah, you'd be walking for hours, like, and yeah. I hate, I hated, I hated the hotels. I thought they were like, I thought the hotels were shit. To be honest with you, like, not ah, nice, not nice Some hotels. Like, someone were nice. The Bellagio was nice. I wasn't in there. the Bellagio. I was in the area. Oh, no, where was I? I was in the Encore. That's a cape. Is it? Yeah, I and that's like that's one of the most expensive ones as well. The win is nice. The win is next to the Encore. Is it? Yeah. Uh, they're that's all right, actually. The it's, grand, all right like, yeah. it's up the shit end of the strip like. the Bellagio's the one man I'm telling you 
I liked the MGM. I thought that was cool to see. Yeah. Like it's like it's just like a big shopping center, though. Yeah, that's what they're like. They like big shopping centers. Yeah, yeah. Um, the chap with fucking fake teeth and uh, the brownest white chap you've ever seen playing piano, like in the lobby. Insane, <laughs> like toupee and fucking glistening white teeth. Where's the one with the? Is it Treasure Island? That's further down the strip. There's that's so, there's so many of them. Like, that's a cape. That one. I stayed in the Luxor as well, which is like a pyramid. Oh, did you stay in that? Yeah, it's fucking madness, man. It's but crazy. isn't that one? That's one of the oldest hotels, isn't cheap, it? Cheap, it's real cheap. Yeah, right. We stayed the Bellagio for the first three because that was like you know where shit was happening. Yeah, and then the last two nights, I think we went to or last night we went to Luxor just to save a bit of cash. Like, yeah, and was it all right? It was perfect. Yeah, not a bother. Except I lost 200 on the roulette table or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> the casinos outside of the MGM, aren't, I didn't find them that big. Um, the MGM is the biggest casino, like, f- yeah. floor space-wise. The one the in Bellagio the... Bellagio was huge as well. The Hard Rock, <sighs> tiny casino. It's small, yeah, that's small. And the ones in Fremont, they're small. Um, they're sketchy, though. <laughs> I was in one playing roulette in Fremont for hours, and the people, man, it was weird as fuck. They have all the freak shows and stuff up there. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the original strip like that's what that's Las, oh, yeah, Vegas, Las know, Vegas Boulevard yeah the Golden Nugget was the big one wasn't it the Golden Nugget yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's um, that's that's a cheap hotel one day we'll, me and you will do the the, the States trip yeah absolutely podcasts from well, I'd love to go to a UFC in, in in Vegas like a proper UFC like big yeah. big one in Vegas like regardless who's fighting I'd love to do it I'd like to go what I'd like to do is Go to Los Angeles, even though I don't really like Los Angeles, but I think I need to give it another chance. Me too. And um, drive to Vegas, literally for the night, and get the fuck out of there the next day. <laughs> like, I, man, I can't explain to you how, the place fucking bummed me out. You didn't like it at all? No, but I'd like to see a fight there for sure. What what bummed you out about it? Um, uh, I suppose I found the, f- the, f- the food was next level in terms of like you know you go to America and you're eating shit anyway but it was yeah. like all, it was like shit on top of shit over there it was like yeah, yeah. it's like it's, there's no escape um, yeah. I found the air conditioning like really got to me um, very expensive as well very expensive the air conditioning man my whole face was bleeding what? like I was getting I was getting like chopped lips and like my like uh, the creases beside my eyes were bleeding from the air conditioning because I just wasn't used to it because in the what? hotel in the hotel you're like what meant to get fuck? dehumidifiers and right. uh, I just didn't I was like oh I'll be fucking crying no worries I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like I couldn't like I couldn't open my mouth it's <laughs> it fucking horrible you were like, like that chap playing the piano in fucking Bellagio <laughs> yeah and then I found I found the walking to be a pain in the hole that, 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 that is a pain in the hole one day we did the most steps you know where your phone records your steps yeah one day in Vegas we did me and Kels did the most steps he's ever done it was like 30,000 steps or something yeah. just floating around floating around and didn't even realise it we were just walking that goddamn much you can't get you can't get it from fucking one place to the other and without going up there your balls off like. sweating your hole off and you're uh, drinking a massive fucking high heel <laughs> with shape like a high heel oh, I didn't fucking care whiskey and coke oh <laughs> and then uh, I got uh, the one thing I did enjoy though is I really enjoyed the hard rock I thought that was cool the hotel yeah because it's a bit away from it. The casinos are cool, just floating around at night time they're cool. Like I liked I liked the one the, the positives I had from Vegas was there's fo- like the the fucking good like good shoe shops there. 
<laughs> there's, so like some, there's some fucking serious <laughs> runner shops there that I saw. Yeah. Um, that was good. <laughs> I like the uh, I like smoking indoors. <laughs> You're a big freak. Like. <laughs> I did enjoy that as well. Smoking indoors and. I went to some seriously nice restaurants as well as eating shit food. Yeah. You were researching the restaurants very much though, yeah. Yeah, I do that now because I don't... Like, it's good to be spontaneous and go, go like, you know, where you fancy. You very easily get a shit meal though if you do that. Too many shit meals, man. Yeah. If you're ever going to Paris, don't trust no. yourself. No, 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 no. Research beforehand because you're going to yeah. get ripped off, man. And yeah, it's, there's some great food in that city. There's some you just have to look, yeah. Notoriously shit food in it. And, and these days, the thing is, it's very easy to look at stuff online and it's, just say, you know, here's the top five. Let's go. A lot of people don't like the lack of spontaneity in that. I um, don't want, man. You oh, like, doesn't you want fucking fuck, bother me, man. What do you want? Fucking spontaneity and a shit food pay through the arse for? It's like tapping yourself in the back that you found it without the internet. No, fuck off out of here. We're no, in a post. That's we're beyond that. That's silly. That's just silly because you could just have a good meal, just do a bit of research, like. I went to uh, that uh, fuck that delicious place, this Yam Lotus Flower. Yeah, tell me about that. Yeah, ah, unreal. See, I should have gone there. You did a few things that I wanted to do. You did the uh, the drive through as well on top of the Hard Rock, is it, or the MGM? The driving range. Driving range. Yeah, top sorry. golf. Yeah, where Mayweather was this week. Yeah, did that. Had a breakfast in a strip club. That was on That's the list. Cool, that it? was on the list. That's dead. <laughs> Breakfast all, in the all, all the all the girls were leaving, right? So it's famous like this buffet, right? And I went and uh, so the fellow I was there with was uh, he's like he's like fuck that I'm not getting up at six in the morning. You have to be like couldn't sleep like jet lag was poxy. Yeah. So I was like I was like fuck it. I'll just Google where this breakfast is. <laughs> so and I had no idea. It was the place was called like uh, it's called like International Limited or something. I should have known from that name. <laughs> And uh, I went and I was like, oh, it's a bit weird. But it, like, if you've never been to Vegas for everywhere off the strip looks like a strip club. Like, everywhere looks like a strip club. You know, when you get off the strip, like, it, all those, like, even 7-Elevens look like strip clubs because they've got fucking uh, pokey machines outside and then you go in and it's all, like, weird curtains and stuff, like, everywhere. Uh, so they're either selling guns, lap dances, or breakfast. <laughs> so I went in, I was like, fuck, I'm in the wrong place. And then I was leaving and like there was no one really around there was some lab behind the bar and it like looked like a strippy and I was like fuck I was like this obviously a strip club I'm getting out of here and I was like oh what's up and I was like oh sorry I was looking for this like breakfast place this Mexican breakfast place he goes it's here I was like is this not a strippers and he was like yeah it is yeah but that finishes at 5am and then we, we do breakfast till 12 and then the strippers start again I was like fucking hell so I sat down and had it anyway it was really nice were you on and, your own Zach? yeah <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was like half six in the morning or something. And uh, like Stone Cold and had sober. You slept? Yeah, I probably went to bed about ten, eleven right, o'clock. Yeah, okay, okay, you fall asleep. And then woke up about three in the morning. I was just like walking around the place, <laughs> and uh, went for a swim. And then uh, oh, lovely. And then asked 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 the the concierge. I was like, "Where's the best place to get breakfast? I don't want to eat in the hotel." And he's like, you got to go to this place. <laughs> Sent me up to the strippers. Like. Amazing, like. And um, had you heard of that before he said that to you? No, but I looked it up and it had, yeah. like, you know, fucking five-star strip advisor. <laughs> That's crazy. And there was a lad sitting, a lad came in and sat next to me, right? And, yeah. Uh, he was sitting there anyway and he had loads of cash on him, like, obviously done really well. And uh, he was eating, like, way eating, like, his huevos rancheros or whatever. And oh, uh, he started chatting to me and he's like, um, he's like, yeah, what a... Uh, He's like, what has he here then? And I was like, oh, I'm staying in the hotel down the way and 
uh, just came out, saw it on, like, got recommended for breakfast and stuff, and he goes, he goes, oh man, I was half an hour too late for the strippers. <laughs> <laughs> half was an hour too late at half six in the morning, like. Yeah, but some of them are 24 the hours. Some the of them are the that be out in that place. Imagine the sessioners and all to be there. Well, I'd say, <sighs> ah, yeah, sure, sure did. Jesus. Because, uh, what was it, um, some fella I was starting to out there. In the, I was in the so you know on the air did, were you in Las Vegas airport or did you drive there yeah Las Vegas oh, no uh, we drove there but I was also in the airport because I had to drop so, back a car so Las Vegas airport when you go through security it looks like a normal airport like so big wide concourse but de- uh, and shops on either side yeah and it's really long yeah but right down the middle of it there's just a glass like glass kind of cage like the whole length of the foyer and it's just got slot machines and you can smoke so you can walk the whole length of the airport smoking and playing slot machines <laughs> inside after you go through security. <laughs> so obviously I'm in there walk, walking smoking down. Smoking and playing slot machines. Walking down and then uh, this lad, I didn't really play slot machines. I couldn't figure them out to be honest with you. Yeah, they're shy anyway. Um, and uh, this lad asked me for a cigarette so I give him a cigarette and then he goes, uh, he goes oh, what has you in Vegas? He goes, you know what he always asks It's like business or pleasure? <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, uh, oh, business, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I was here for pleasure. And I was like, oh, right, yeah. yeah cool. did I didn't ask you, me. I was like, did you have, did you have a nice time? And he was like, he was like, had a pretty good time. So this was on the Sunday. He's like, had a pretty good time on Wednesday. Then Thursday was pretty good, and I haven't slept since then. <laughs> and I was Jeez. like, right, see you later, man. Fuck yeah, <laughs> peace out. Um, fuck's sake. That's it, really. Um, yeah, Vegas is a mad kit, man. Like mad kit. If you're going cool there, you go. want you'd want the you'd want the serious wedge of cash. That's exactly it. Yeah, I was gonna say that as well. Or you, and you want to you want to spend the serious wedge of cash. If you do, if you, if you want to go and be like, I'll just go and see what it's like. I'd say do it for a, a night. Yeah, because you you have to be you have to be bankrolled to go there. You want a big fucking juicy bankroll, you know? It'll suck the money out of you. And we man, when we went over, we had a decent bankroll and we still struggled. We were like coming on our honeymoon, you know. We had a bit of cash. It was it that place will milk you dry like real quick, real quick <laughs> milk you like. <laughs> right, so let's yeah. let's uh, let's wrap it up, lads. McGregor Mayweather. All right, I'll finish this. The best two points in favor of McGregor winning were made by Robin Black, and I've listened to every fucking spunker talk about this fight. <laughs> from boxers to fucking MMA fighters to coaches to pure analysts to whatever like chop down on lad brooks everybody yeah every my old lad my fucking granddaddy's dead he's been talking about it <laughs> all the mates you know everybody everybody right Robin Black made the best two points the first point was boxing is a fixed thing it's very technical they've made these techniques over a number of years Boxers are afraid to step out of this zone. Robin Black was saying that the best thing going for McGregor is that he's not a boxer. So he's not coming... His kind of... What he compared it to was hotels were awestruck when Airbnb came along. It Mm. fucked them totally, you know? Taxis were fucked when Uber came along, you know? Mm. It's that Einstein quote of you can't solve a problem on the same level as that problem. Yeah. Mayweather is the problem, okay? Does what Conor McGregor have, the X factor, the weirdness, 
the power, the precision, the time and all that shit, do, does that solve Mayweather's problem? That's the main question. The second good point it was nothing to do with really his fight, but more to do with his self-belief and the reason that a lot of people hate him. And he said that people hate him because he can for somehow make things into a reality, make things mm. impossible things into a reality. And people look at their jobs and their lives and their reality after that and it scares the fuck out of them. And I think that's why a lot of Irish people don't like him. Apart apart from the fact he's cocky and he's brash and we're not like that, you know. Mm. That's also a reason, but he makes things happen. And when you have a shit life where you're not following your dreams and all that stuff, that's scary to some people, you know, that, that maybe I could actually be doing something not of that magnitude, but, you know, in comparison, mm. possibly something important. Yeah. Absolutely, that's a good point. We'll leave it with what Frankie Boyle said. <laughs> it's about time we found out whether a non-boxer can beat the world's best boxer at boxing. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I think someone trying to be possibly history's best offensive boxer purely by being a mad cunt is actually beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that, and that's exactly it. You know, that is the bottom line. Like, really is like spot on there. It's spot on, old Frankie. And uh, what, what, Gavin? What's your final words, bro? Tony Cantwell's new video, 100% oh, yeah. That's really good, actually, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Snoop's dog walking. Snoop's dog walking. Oh, shit. It's going hard at the moment. Uh, Spicy Boys, WhatsApp group. That's the one. Shout out to them. Spicy Boys? Spicy Boys, yeah. I'm not in that group. Will I add you to it? Well, who's in it? Well, a few lads, like. A few Spice Boxes. A few Spice Boys, yeah. Uh, right, lads. Enjoyable, very Peace. enjoyable. Good chatting to you. Good chatting See to you. Later. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep it real. Come on, Connor. You up, Elvin. You up, Bright light city, gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there They're all living the devil may care And I'm just a devil with love to spare So Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas How I wish that there were more than 24 hours in the day Even if there were 40 more I wouldn't sleep a minute away Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel A fortune won and lost on every deal All you need is strong heart and a nerve of steel Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas with your neon flashing And your one-armed bandits crashing All those holes down the drain Las Vegas turning day into nighttime, turning night into daytime. If you see it once, you'll never be the same again. I'm gonna keep on the run, I'm gonna have me some fun. It cost me my very last dime. If I wind up broke, well, I'll always remember that I had a swing in time. I'm gonna give it everything I've got Lady love, please let the dice stay hot Let me shoot a seven with every shot Viva Las Vegas Viva Las Vegas